All right. So this week's podcast is going to be different because I do not have a guest. You're just going to have to deal with just me this week. And there's several reasons, uh, some good, some bad. Uh, we're going to get into all of that because that's what I've come to realize that this podcast is. Uh, thanks to my dad. He also helped me identify what I guess the big selling point is in what I'm doing here is that we're talking about the highs and lows. We're talking about the lows in your life that get you to the highs in your life and vice versa because the highs always end, right? They always come back down. And so to start it off on a positive note, I just got back from my first weekend at a comedy club. I got to take a plane to do jokes. And it's just a beautiful feeling. It's it's something that I, I dreamed about being able to do when I first had the crazy idea of wanting to do comedy and being able to get to an airport, have a have a have your boarding pass and look at it and be just thinking that jokes got me here. <laughs> jokes got me to this place. Jokes got me to have this incredible experience of going and just being silly and having people that are there that want to see you be silly it's it's an incredible feeling and talking about highs and lows that came right off of a a huge low in that this last week which is why i didn't have anything recorded uh and why that this out of necessity this is a solo podcast um but I think I'm going to make this a regular-ish thing because I think it's nice to just regroup and get a chance to chat to you guys one-on-one, change up the feel a little bit, something different. Uh, I got, like you know, if you've been listening to this podcast or watching it, I graduated from McMaster in June and I've been on the job hunt at times, actively, at other times, I've been dragging my feet a little bit because, uh, I don't know, it's just hard to stay motivated when you don't have any outcomes that are that are that that happen. But what happened was I had an interview for a job a few weeks ago, got called for a second interview, that happened a couple of weeks ago, and then I was supposed to hear back, uh, I was waiting to hear back, and then they got back to me told me to come in for a final interview. So I went in, met with the, a couple of people that were really high up in the company and had the interview. Uh, I got called for the interview on Wednesday, went in for it Thursday morning, had it, it was you know 45 minutes or so, and left there, felt good, felt like I did really well, and was walking home and you know, called called my mom, called my dad, told them it went well, told them I felt really good about it. And then I had the interview at uh, 11 a.m. And at 4 o'clock, I got an email that uh, I didn't get the job. So, I don't know. I, I, was, I was upset. 
but I was also a little peeved that they couldn't have given me the weekend, you know, on a Thursday that they couldn't give me the weekend to to hope. But I, I guess it's I guess it's good to get your feedback immediately. But you know, I I it, I, it would have been nice to sit in a maybe for a little while. I think. Yeah. But, you know, I got home. Uh, I, I felt sad for a little bit. But then I had to start packing. <laughs> I had to start getting my stuff together because I needed to go and fly to Thunder Bay to do comedy for four shows on a weekend. And I got to, I got to get on a plane that if you follow me on Instagram or if you follow my other stuff, you, you already know the... The, the funny thing that happened there but if you're not I'll tell you now I got on the plane and sat in my seat and realized that there were four infants on this plane with me and they just they were they were they were non-stop they they took turns crying and it was uh, luckily I had my my noise canceling beats headphones but yeah what a, what a testament to how great of a weekend I had just on the whole because that happened and it still was an incredible weekend. I, I went into it with a with a flight where there was four screaming infants, but that still I still got a shit eating grin on my face. I still feel awesome. And that's why I'm taking a moment to celebrate the wins because even though it it was, you know, it came on the 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 heels of a of a bit of a a rougher experience uh, in getting that no and and living in that rejection again. Um, I don't know. I still feel good. I still feel uh, I still feel positive. I I got to to do the weekend with the incredible headliner by the name of Daryl Mack. Uh, if you don't know him, look his stuff up because he is hilarious. And it was amazing watching him do four shows where he didn't do the same set at, on any of the four shows. Like he, the first show, there was, there were some of the similar bits, but different orders. He jumped around. He, on the fourth show, he pulled out a tangent on a bit I had already seen three times, and I laughed at it harder than I did on the first time. And I'm there and just be happy to be doing my 20 minutes, and <laughs> he, I got to watch this guy murder four shows with 45 minutes or more every single time. And it was getting a chance to just sit with him in the morning and have coffee and just talk comedy was incredible. And what an interesting place uh, Thunder Bay is, by the way. What an interesting place. This is going to be a struggle. You're going to watch me struggle with this for a little while because it's windy and I... Well, this is great podcasting. It just silence. For those of you listening, I'm trying to light a cigar and it's... Uh, it's windy and it's. I don't have the best lighter for this, so. I, d I don't know. I don't know how to how to do this better. Um. 
What is shit? I, this was such a good idea in my head. I was like, I'll sit, I'll have a whiskey, I'll, I'll, I'll record a podcast. and. Uh. Alright, so I would have just cut out the way too long amount of time it took me to get this lit, but we got here. We got here. But it was... It was quite the experience, just getting to sit and have coffee in the morning, chat about the sh- shows the night before, and just shoot the shit with someone who's operating at a level that I would love to be at, and yet he, such a nice guy, he treated me like an equal. <laughs> oh, God. It, like I even commented on it. At one point, we were walking into the club, and he held the door for me, and I was like, I don't think this you should be doing this. And, yeah. But it's weird. It's, it's, it's something that I was working towards for, for, uh, I think I got there quicker than, than I should have. Um, November 6th, I'll be a year into, into doing stand-up. November 6th, 2018 was my first show. And in less than a year, I got to do a weekend at a club. And I get, and I get to go back. They told me that. I get to go back and even do their uh, their other club in Winnipeg. And it almost doesn't feel real. Doesn't feel feels like I'm I'm in a in a bit of a fever dream almost. But wow. I'm pretty happy right now. That's weird to say because you asked me on Thursday if I'd be ha- feel happy on Sunday. It'd be a resounding no. I don't know if it's that I've gotten more comfortable with rejection or I think it's I think it's that because my let's call it my refractory period. My refractory period after after getting a no like the the time it takes me to get back to even or zero has been continually shifting and and lessening and I don't know if if you've listened to all of these podcasts or most of them uh, at some point I would have mentioned my my theory on why it it is I get so upset when things don't go my way where I, I I'm a planner I'm a control oriented person so when I when something is a uh, a maybe or is it like I, I it's a possibility that something might happen I start to plan future my whole future basically the the whole entirety of my life after that point I plan it as though the thing that I'm hoping will happen has already happened and which is nice, it's aspirational, you get to dream, but the problem with that is that when that thing, you know, in most cases inevitably doesn't happen, you're not just mourning the loss of that thing, you're mourning the loss of that whole hypothetical future that was never really yours, right? Because it, it I, I'm not a huge destiny person, but I, I, I think that 
resting your life in what could have been is is not you don't accomplish anything. So why why are you upset and at 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 what you've lost? But I do have to mourn all of these other things that I was planning. Like uh, let's make it a concrete example. I I was planning that if I got this job where I would have started in the new year and still had a couple months to to myself, I I was like I I I have money saved that I haven't wanted to spend because I was scared that like I wouldn't I didn't know where my next paycheck was coming from, right? And so I started to fantasize that oh, if I and just in these few hours after walking home from that interview because up until that point I didn't let myself plan. I didn't let myself hope or expect anything but on that walk home and those few hours afterwards when I was sitting in in a nice place mentally I started to let my my brain wander and I sort of think well you know I haven't had I've never paid or gone on taking myself on a vacation that would be really nice to do maybe an all-inclusive maybe I could get the the boys together, all my buddies, and get them together. And thank you to them, by the way, because they they purchased this uh, beautiful Irish whiskey that I got, they got me for my graduation party, and uh, very thankful to, for, to them for that. Uh, and get those buddies together to go on a, a nice vacation, maybe an all-inclusive, spend some time on the beach before uh, before I started up, up a job in the new year, and. Uh, and then four o'clock comes around and everything comes crashing down around me. <laughs> and yet, I'm content right now. I feel so privileged that I've found something that I really love to do. I I don't I don't know how to communicate it and I've listened to a lot of podcasts that other comedians have and they try and communicate it but the best I've heard I think it was Pete Holmes saying that when you when you're on stage and you're telling jokes and the the you go into this feedback loop of the audience's laughter fuels you which and your energy and what you're saying and your the things you've prepared, all of the laughs that you've you've anticipated and put together, they all come together, and then you're just in this symbiotic relationship where this nothing can kill this energy, right? You can't, you you in that moment you feel like you can't possibly fuck it up. And after you get off stage, this this feeling that you get is indescribable. But the the coolest part, and that's why I still feel good right now, the coolest part is that the chatter in your head just falls away. And I'm I have a fast brain. It it, it moves a mile a minute. And it's 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 move, thinking 5 6 steps ahead. So a lot of the times I'll make jokes that people don't understand because there's three or four layers to it that before you can get to the laugh and and that's something I need that I I I have that's why I have to write. That's why I have to sit down and make these thoughts make sense to everyone else because they make me laugh, but it takes some work to get them to work with everyone but all of that all of that 
crazy amount of thinking, all of those those doubts and fears and all of that just sort of falls away and you're able to sit in in the moment and it sounds cliche but think of like when you're when you're happiest you're your happiest self you're around people but you're not thinking about oh I got to do this later I got to do that later you're just sitting there I don't know playing charades with your friends and you're just enjoying their company and the moment when you have a good set and you and you know you performed to the best of your ability at that moment afterwards you have that feeling when someone bumps into you in the hallway when someone you know doesn't hold the door for you when shitty things happen in your day nothing can touch you afterwards and it's it's amazing it's an amazing feeling and that's coming after a a huge low. I'm so happy I can I get to say that. It's the gratitude podcast, guys. That's what this is. That's what this one is. <laughs> yeah. So that that concludes the gratitude part of this. But <laughs> now I'll tell you some funny stories from my weekend that uh, I think will be fu- enjoyed other than my flight. I woke up on on the Saturday and, and opened my blinds and uh, right outside of the of the room I, I was looking out over onto the lake and then the sleeping giant and beautiful view and uh, in the parking lot below me was uh, was a cop car and an ambulance and then I realized that they were picking someone up because they they had uh, someone was passed out and I soon come to realize that they had overdosed uh, presumably uh, there was this path that comes off of the back of the hotel that takes you over this highway or main street and then you take a switchback ramp down to the water and uh, in that glass hallway overpass thingy someone had uh, I guess passed out and it was and then they they picked them up and took them to the hospital and the thing that was, the reason this is a funny story is because you, even though something ha- devastating happened to someone, is that no one <laughs> that I could see in the parking lot or anyone around or in the hotel, when I mentioned this to the front desk, no one was phased. <laughs> it, it didn't, it didn't, I don't think it even registered as an interesting thing to everyone there. And that really made me like laugh. I was like, I don't. This is weird. Like I've I've walked down the street in Toronto and seen someone leaned up against a wall with the with the crack pipe still in their hand. But <laughs> but usually like you see people other you see other people seeing this and they're like they raise their eyebrows like oh this is not supposed to be happening. But here it's like but there in Thunder Bay like everyone was like just chill about it. <laughs> Thunder Bay. My phone kept correcting every time I I told my friends or people asked where I was because I posted stories of me on a plane and all of that stuff. But Everyone, every time people asked where I was, I would say Thunder Bay, and then my phone would auto-correct it to Thunderbat. <laughs> and that was just funny. I, t- I talked about it on stage. That's so like it's not a great name for a place, but it does sound like a great porn name, Thunderbat. Thunderbat. I gotta say, 
I appreciate anyone who deigned to listen to this uh, listen to this podcast and any of the other ones because I, I really appreciate it. I've really enjoyed making this. I haven't been focused on how many people listen or or how well it's doing or all of that. I've just been trying to focus on, like I talked about before, not planning off of it. I'm not saying like, oh, if this podcast does well, that'll allow me to do X, Y, and Z. I've just been trying to focus on enjoying making it. And so I've enjoyed it. I've gotten to sit down with people that I don't know too well or friends that that I'm close with and get a chance to chat with them in a long setting, which you don't normally get to do. And I'd highly recommend it. We don't do that enough. We don't we don't just go out for coffee and sit down and chat for no reason. As much as we should. That's something that we, we should all be be doing more of because that's the some of my fondest memories are just sitting doing nothing with people I care about and the fact that that's rare it's a little disconcerting and yeah, even uh, you probably have this when you when you ask people, do you want to do you want to hang out? <sighs> There's always like a yeah, but uh what do you want to do? Cuz I want to see if like what you're suggesting is I guess worth their time or whatever. But I like to just say, "Hey, let's just let's just can you set aside this time for us to just be together?" And I don't think it matters what we do or anything. We should just hang out. Like, we can figure it out together. We can find something to do that's fun together. We don't have to have everything scheduled. We don't have to have a, a itinerary for what we're going to do. We can just enjoy each other's company. And I like that. I like that a lot. I, I do that with uh, some of my friends. And it's not to say you can't do it. Uh, it. It doesn't have to be in person. One of my favorite things to do is to play video games <laughs> with a headset on. And I play with a buddy that he lives far away. We don't get to see each other in person that often. But, you know, a few times a week we spend an hour, an hour and a half playing video games, shooting strangers, right? But... Every time we die or every time we start a new game, there's there's a lull or we're just... For those of you that are ga- gamers, we play... We're, we're, a lot of the times we're playing Apex Legends right now. And, you know, we're looting up, playing in the game, running around, doing the menial stuff. And we just chat about life. How's it going with you, your girlfriend, and how's work? And uh, he inquires about my life and... Even though we're not together, we get to stay connected. That's nice. I like it when technology allows you to connect with people. I, I, I know that's what it's for. I know that's what social media is for. Is it, On paper, it's supposed to be you get to connect with people. But 
the majority of the time, it just feels like it distances you from people. Because everyone has their curated life. These are the X number of posts on my Instagram that represent me. This is my life. You could spend 10 minutes scrolling through and this is what who I am. And you post a selfie or a picture and then you, you keep going back to it and refreshing the notifications to see. It's like, oh, what's my self-esteem going to be like today? And even when you're with people in person, like, they're more worried about how is this, how is this going to look as a post? Let's get a picture. Let's get another picture. Can you do a boomerang? <laughs> and all of this artificial stuff, and it just gets in the way. Like, we have to spend a half hour, 40 minutes doing so, like doing all these things to prove to other people that we had a good time today. <laughs> Whereas we could have just spent that time together. We could have just sat in each other's company. And that's why I, I'm, I'm really happy that uh, with my ex, we didn't, we didn't take a lot of pictures together. We would forget. We'd be all dressed up and then we'd go places. And just because we enjoyed each other's company enough, we didn't, uh, that was never a thought. We, we never had to be like, we have to take a picture of this because we have to prove to people that we're dating. <laughs> we just got to, uh, yeah. I had a really happy time in that, in the middle part of our relationship where we, I stopped using Instagram for like two years. <laughs> and I I only got, went back to it because I, I started doing stand-up and it's it's kind of uh, a devil you have to deal with. Uh, and 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 now I, I I do enjoy I do enjoy getting to connect with people I do enjoy getting to put up clips of my podcast and my and my stand up because I care about those things and the fact that people get to appreciate them or at, at the very least if I can get someone to giggle with at least one of my posts like that's a huge win for me or for I get to share that something I care about that people resonate with them that's awesome. But before that, before I had something that I, a message or something that I actually wanted to deliver, uh, it felt fake. I would post a selfie just because, or I would post something just because I wanted to be like, please someone notice me. <laughs> and I think now it's changed for me. I, I don't think I'm like, oh, please someone notice me. It's like, I'm just putting out stuff that, hey, I hope you enjoy this. It doesn't matter if, if you, it's super important to you, if, if, I don't care what you think about it. I, I like it. I enjoyed it. I, I appreciate whatever this is. And I hope you do too. And that's how I feel right about it right now. I'm sure in a week I'll be super, you know, worried about the number of followers I have. Or why didn't that post get so many likes? But 
right now I, I don't care <laughs> and uh, it's a nice place to be it's a nice place to be yeah I thought this would feel weirder me just sitting by myself staring at a an iPhone on a tripod <laughs> Kind of feels natural-ish. It's a little artificial. I don't think normally my internal dialogue has a, l a lot more pauses, but I don't think that's good podcasting. Just hearing me be going, hmm, what else should we talk about? <laughs> uh, but yeah, another hearty thank you to everyone that's uh, supported me or... Uh, in person or just with kind words uh, yeah thank you thank you for letting me scream into the void and at least just a little bit feel like someone's enjoying this uh, yeah special thank you to this guy Adrian I'm going to leave your last name out because I don't know if you want it to be on blast but he has listened to every single episode of this and uh, on three separate occasions. He has unsolicitedly sent me a message saying that he enjoys my podcast, he enjoys the story, loves the theme. It's a good, it's a, it's a staple in his work week that he listens to it. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to say a thank you to him for, because uh, speaking of like highs and lows, uh, he messaged one time. He messaged me, and I was having a bad day. And that uh, that text, just saying that he appreciated something that I created, turned my day around. So I've been trying to really focus on that, uh, not being stingy or reserved. I don't know what the word is, but with my praise, if I, th I I've been trying to actively. If I think anything's good, or if I even if I enjoyed something and I know who created it or I know who I know the person I'm I am going to tell them immediately whether that be a funny Instagram story I'll send a message right away saying I enjoyed it if I see someone do a set that, uh, on stage that I really enjoyed walk right up to them shake their hand and say hey I really love this I really love this bit I love I loved that and yeah, and just in everyday life, if someone says something nice, uh, if I get a compliment on my hair, uh, which I wouldn't get today because it's in a weird state because I didn't shower this morning, but um, if I get a compliment on my hair, I say, thank you. I really appreciate that. It made me feel feel good in the moment. And so them saying something nice, I, 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 and me accepting it and and being vocal in my appreciation for them saying that makes them smile. And I think we all need to focus on that. If you made it this far through to, in my uh, independent, lonesome ramblings, uh, please, make a point of doing that. Make a point of doing that in your day, just to put more positive stuff in the world. And I don't mean in the... I'm going to post this, this nice quote that says, you know, oh, you can always make it through. That's bullshit. 
we all know these people that all their their profiles or their all of their consistent messaging is positivity and this is good and that like be be like this but then in person or in their conduct and how they act is completely separate and then they're just a walking hypocrite they're in the embodiment of hypocriticism don't be that don't be that be be the person that actively make other people's days better and even more so when you're in a bad mood when you're feeling shitty that's when you really need to to be the nicest person possible be 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 over the top nice be go go throughout your day smiling i uh i do that out of necessity because if I don't smile when I'm walking down the street or have a, some sort of positive expression on my face, I just look angry. It's my resting face. It's anger, I guess, or it looks angry. So I, I, I try and go down the street and and smile. And I don't I don't look at my phone usually. I don't I don't look at the ground, which a lot of people do. I try and look at people in the face. And sometimes people look at you and like like are a little thrown off that you're looking at them like a person, which is weird. But I don't know. There's that uh, you get this little bump when you happen to be walking past a stranger and you both catch eyes and you smile at each other. It's a uh, I don't know. I'm not 100% on whether or not I believe in God, but I think if he if if the idea of a deity or a god or an all 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 knowing knowing power or a unifying being exists, I think that's where 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 the connected tissue of that exists. Where where that's the embodiment of a, a god-like substance. Just in in those moments of happiness and joy and connection between two people, you'll never see them again. But you happen to have that moment of positivity with a person that you don't even know. That's that's beautiful. That's what we should all be working towards. Yeah. All this to say that I had a... I had a really good weekend. That's it. And I really appreciate... Uh, I'm, I'm in an appreciative place in my life. I'm trying really hard to focus. Because I've, I've been feeling a little overwhelmed at points. Like, uh, because most of my life things have come easy to me. Um... And I've been on this, uh, I don't know, this trend of getting kicked while I'm down. But uh, as cliche as it sounds, I'm just trying to focus on it as a learning experience. And not letting little things bother me, you know? Just trying to take things day by day and focus on the next thing that I need to do. Keeping everything stepwise. Even when some people that you thought were friends decide to be, you know, 
shitty towards you and you uh and that's another thing that's rough is that you sometimes you need to come to the realization that even though you like someone or you you appreciate someone and you and you think they're and you consider them a friend some you have to realize that that's not always uh a good relationship to have that there's some negativity there and then that you have to realize that that's not something you want to be around that's uh that's another side of the coin where like yeah be positive and nice to people but i think it's important to set your limits set boundaries and and know that if someone i guess takes advantage of you or violates what you or makes you feel bad and you give them an opportunity to act differently and they don't i think it's also important to to cut the the fat out of your life that too yeah well it's getting really philosophical today guys but I've enjoyed this yeah I think I'm going to keep this one short I'm going to end it there thanks for listening <laughs> I uh, I really appreciate everyone that's supported me that uh, that's been a been a a function in getting me to this point and allowing me to get good enough at stand-up that I get to be a feature act at a, on a weekend at a comedy club and and live up to the promise I, I was I, I, I gave I said I would do well and I did and thank you if you're a part of my life and even if you're not thanks and uh, go forth and prosper and do the same for someone else Support people. Be be that person that when your name pops up on someone's phone, they're never like, ah, shit. Be the person that when your name pops up, they're like, this is going to be good. It's going to be a good part of my day. Whatever, even if they're delivering bad information, I know this is going to be, I'm going to be feel better for having interacted with this person. So, be that person, guys. And, uh, Thank you for listening to Outside the Party. I appreciate it.